Welcome to Abiding Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently airing a series on the Holy Spirit titled, The Missing Person. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. So turn your Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. You can also cue your finger in Acts chapter 19. We'll be there as well. The Holy Spirit is not a force. It's not an it. He is God. And He is God who dwells in you. The same power that rose Jesus from the dead, the Holy Spirit dwells in you as a believer in Jesus Christ. And so He works in you. Many verses come out about who He is. You can turn to John chapter 14, but before we get there, I'll just give you a couple of verse references, but you can turn to John 14. The Holy Spirit has qualities and characteristics that only a person could have. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 30 tells us that the Spirit can be grieved. Acts chapter 16 verse 6 tells us that the Spirit can forbid. It forbid Paul to go to Asia. 1 Corinthians 12 says the Spirit gives gifts as He wills. The Spirit has a will and He disseminates or He distributes those things according to His will. The Spirit of God is God and He is a person. Notice with me verse 16 of John chapter 14. And I will pray the Father and He will give you another helper that He may abide with you forever. So separate from the Father, separate from the Son, He is another helper. The word in the Greek for helper there is paraclete. It means one who comes alongside. He's a helper. Verse 17, the Spirit of truth... So it identifies this helper, the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him for he dwells with you and will be in you. Notice the heavy use of personal pronouns, he, as it describes the spirit. But then it also says here in verse 17, the Holy Spirit is someone who can be known. And this is, is so important for us to understand. In fact, the Spirit of God would say in the, in the very, in a couple chapters later, when Jesus is praying in the Garden of Gethsemane, you'll see this awesome transition if you've ever studied it. You see, He starts out in, in there in, in the beginning part and the Spirit begins to speak through Jesus because He transitions from first person to third person and then He goes back to first person. What He says in chapter 17 of verse 3 of John, he says, and this is eternal life that they might know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. That's eternal life, to know God in experience and in personality and not to know about God. There's a big difference. I mean, if you were to change that verse to this is eternal life that they might know about God. That's, that's as far as the East is from the West in, in meaning, isn't it? Because you can know about something, but it's a different thing to know someone. And that's what he's saying. And, and so too, you know him, Jesus says. He's with you. He's going to be in you. It's interesting also the, the use of the word here, 
another, when Jesus says, I will give you another helper in verse 16, he uses the word, the Greek word, alon. Alon means another of the same type and quality. It, it doesn't mean another of a different kind. There's a Greek word that means that as well. But this word means of the same type or quality. The Holy Spirit is of the same type or quality as Jesus. He says, I'm not going to leave you. I'm going to send this Spirit. Notice verse 18. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. Now, that's an interesting thing because Jesus is saying, I'm not going to leave you orphans. I'm going to send the Spirit. I'm going to come to you. Now, that's, that's confusing to us, but that shouldn't be too confusing because maybe that's the Spirit speaking through Jesus saying, I'm going to come to you, but we also know that Jesus dwells in us. How? By the Holy Spirit. And so I'm going to be in you with the Spirit is basically what Jesus is saying. I'm not going to be with you physically like I am. And that had to be a little bit troubling to them because Jesus has been talking about going away and he's been talking about going to Jerusalem and being given to the hands of sinful men and they're going to crucify me. And, and that had to be a little bit troubling. I go away and you know the way and you know where I'm going. And they're like, we don't know where you're going. You know, John chapter 14. And he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. Well, he says, I, I, in my Father's house are many mansions. He goes through that whole thing and explains to them, but they still had to be troubled by this. Turn with me to John chapter 16. He, he continues this thread of talking about, I'm, I'm not going to leave you orphans. He, he, he says this in John chapter 16, verse 7. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the Helper will not come to you, but if I depart, I will send him to you. Okay. <laughs> I can't even imagine being in these guys' shoes. It's good that I go, because when I go, I'm going to send him. It's better. Jesus was a super handy person to have around. I mean, come on. Think about it. You, you got 5,000 people that need lunch. And all you got is a kid's, you know, little, uh, what do you call those uh, little square things that they give them? Lunchable. Yeah, it's got a Lunchable, a couple fish and a few pieces of cracker. And Jesus multiplies that baby to feed 5,000, to feed 4,000 people. He, he uses a different size. There was one jumbo Lunchable and one smaller Lunchable. But he did that. And, and then when they're, they're in the sea, you know, these guys are fishermen. I mean, they love boats and they're all about it, you know, but they're in the boat and then all of a sudden the sea is so bad that the fishermen think that they're going to die. They wake up Jesus. I mean, I, I don't know what, why they woke him up. Did they wake him up just to say, hey, hey, wake up, you, you might want to see the end. But Jesus stands up in the boat and he says, peace be still, and it's perfectly still. Or another time they're on, on the sea right after feeding the 5,000. They're on the sea and they're about ready to die. And they're like, oh, we're going to die. Jesus isn't even with them that time. What are we going to do? And then he comes walking along the water. Hey, guys. Super handy to have around. Heal the sick. Open the eyes of the blind. Sometimes he did fun things like spit in the mud and put mud balls in the guy's eyes or whatever it was. But he did something that was miraculous and it didn't matter what the situation was, what the problem was, what the lack was, what the anxiety was. Jesus was there to fix the problem until he wasn't. Right? Until he wasn't, until he was supposed to be in Bethany, but he didn't show up and Lazarus died. They, they sent word in plenty of time. Jesus was just in Jerusalem. Beth, Bethany's just a few miles away. He waited four days. Lazarus died and Jesus didn't show up. And of course, remember, Jesus came to the tomb and Mary was sad, weeping at his feet. Martha was Martha, you know. 
If you'd have been here, my brother wouldn't have died. He'll rise again. I know he'll rise again in the resurrection. You know, no, I am the resurrection and life, Jesus says. And then he, he calls Lazarus forth. I love what Martha says when he says, roll away the stone. She's like, but Lord, he stinketh. And Jesus says, come for Lazarus, come forth. I, you know, and it's been said, if he would have said, come forth, everybody would have come forth. But he said, Lazarus, come forth. And so just Lazarus did. Handy guy to have around. Again, until he wasn't. They all go up on the mountain. Peter, James, and John. Up on the mountain there, you know, Jesus is transfigured. But the guys are down at the base of the hill with a demon-possessed kid. This is the way it is when we go to men's retreat, guys. We leave our wives with demon-possessed children. <laughs> They're waiting for us to come back down and cast the demons out, you know. The devil's always waiting for you when you come back from retreat, right? But, but here's this situation where they're trying to cast this demon out, and Jesus is up on the hill. He needs to come down to help them. Jesus is saying, hey, it's going to be better when I go. Why? Because the Holy Spirit is going to come. He's not just going to be wandering around. And we need to go find Jesus to help him help the situation. No, he is going to live inside of you. I am going to be with you, inside of you, for every situation, for every problem, for every trial. And we only lack because we don't believe it. Because we don't believe that the power of the living God, the same God that rose Jesus from the dead, the same power that works in us to will and to do His good pleasure is in us and working through us. And by faith, God can move mountains by the Spirit of God working inside of us if we would just believe it. But as I said before, it's often just ignored within the church. Jesus says, I'm going to send him to you. What is the purpose of the Holy Spirit? What is he going to do when, when he sends him to us? What's going to happen? Is it going to be some crazy thing? All of a sudden, I'll be whooping around and making all kinds of noises and jumping around and speaking all kinds of weird languages and, and slapping people on the face. And, you know, I mean, is this what's going to happen? How is this thing going to manifest? Is he coming? Because godliness is a means of financial gain so that I can have all kinds of money. Didn't Paul warn Timothy about that? That Be warned of those who think that godliness is a means of financial gain. They've been caught in a snare of the devil and it's pierced many through with sorrows. See, there's a whole lot of ideas about what the Holy Spirit's all about. But what does the Bible say the Holy Spirit's job is? That's what I want to ask. Notice verse 8. When he has come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. And then he explains it. Of sin, because they do not believe in me. Of righteousness, because I go to my Father and you see me no more. Of judgment, because the ruler of this world has been judged. And still I have many things to say to you, but I cannot, you cannot bear them now. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, Call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.